Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Make no mistake, if you're an author, you're an entrepreneur. You're selling the world on your book, aren't you? Of course, it's not as easy as launching a business and then tossing any old book up on Amazon. That's why I help entrepreneurs publish books on the specific topic and in the specific way that will launch or grow their businesses. Welcome to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your professor, Anna David. Hi there, welcome to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your host and professor, Anna David. I am doing a solo episode today, but I'm packing it, packing it with info. Um, in case I haven't mentioned This podcast is brought to you by Book Elevator Pitch. If you want to find out what that is, and you do, I've already told you, you go to bookelevatorpitch.com to find out. Now, today's episode is what are the five most common questions people have about publishing? Obviously, people have a lot of questions. That's why I've done so many episodes. However, I try to come up with five that I haven't really ever talked about and pack them all in because they there really wasn't enough to talk about for an entire episode unless that episode would be two minutes, which is a cheat. I don't want you having to switch episodes while you're driving or running or whatever you're doing. You, you multitasker, you. Okay, the uh, number one most common question, do I need a copyright for my book? Here's my answer. Technically, no, but it's not a terrible thing to have one. Now, you cannot copyright a title, alas, or maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you want to use a title that's already been used. Uh, You shouldn't use a title for a book that's extremely popular because uh, you're, you know, shooting yourself in the foot. Um, But in terms of copyright, technically, your book is copywritten the minute you put pen to paper or hands to keyboards. However, let's say somebody uh, lifts your material. In a court of law, you will need a copyright. My personal feeling is go steal whatever you want. I got more books in me than I could possibly imagine. You, you who's listening, steal, steal. I don't even care. Um, you know, that that's where I stand about it. However, it certainly doesn't hurt to have a copyright. It only costs, it's between $45 and $65. However, there are all these scammer sites out there. So if you Google, uh, you know, how do I get a copyright? Don't let somebody, some site convince you it's $300 and, and they'll do it for you. It does take some time, three to six months. Oh, and it's an annoying website. It's copyright.gov. It's a government website. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Totally janky. Doesn't really work very well. However, if you have a lot of patience and uh, $45 to $65, you can have your copyright. Number one, most common question. Number two, how many copies of my book will be printed? Here's the glorious thing 
about the time that we are living in. It's mostly print on demand. What that means is when somebody goes to Amazon and orders your book, it is being printed. Same with when they go to Barnes & Noble or Walmart or whatever it is. This is not the case for traditionally published books. I'm talking about um, independent publishing and self-publishing. There is no such thing as having to have a warehouse full or garage full of your books that uh, you don't know what to do with. You um, can get author copies from Amazon or from an independent printer, but um, those copies do not count towards your book sales. And um, it's a pretty good deal. So your how much the author copies cost depends on the length of your book because you're covering the printing cost. But there's a calculator, and so like uh, the estimate for a 300 page book that is being sold for twelve dollars and ninety five cents, uh, it'll cost you four four dollars and forty five cents. I think that's pretty good. Um, but it can take a couple of weeks. It's supposed to happen quickly, but you know. Uh, there's all sorts of things going on with printing costs right now and printing delays and supply chain and blah, blah, blah. So right now, um, as of this recording, it takes a couple of weeks. You, If you go uh, to your book page, you can order one and get it the next day because that's how Amazon works. So I say get your book up there, order one, pay full price, check it out. If you like it, then order a bunch of author copies and you can order up to 999. You cannot have a thousand. I don't know why, but you can have up to 999. Um, and yeah, so the answer is how many copies will be printed? as many as you'd like. Now, if you're going to have an event, you can go and buy author copies and sell them at the event. If you're going to do an event at a bookstore, uh, they can order your books through Ingram um, and they can sell them themselves. You can work that out however you'd like. Number third most popular question, most common question if I launched a book and I didn't sell many copies, should I relaunch it? So first of all, the average book sells 500 copies. Books do not tend to sell a lot of copies. That is why, in general, I'm always preaching about uh, it is not about how many copies sell. It is about who those people are that are reading it. I'd rather have 100 people who... Uh, are going to have their lives changed and or hire my company, read it, then 10,000 who simply don't care. So I think focusing on book sales is like, it's like focusing on killing an ant when there is a wild boar running after you. I am not sure that analogy works, but it, it, it's just your focus is on the wrong thing. You know, I've made, you know, thousands of dollars on book sales uh, when those books have brought in tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in new clients. So it is not about the book sales. It is about what, if, if you're talking about money, it is about uh, how much money you can make as a result of having written the book. Anna here. Now, are you an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish a book about your own failures turned successes? Well, good news. That's what my company, Legacy Launchpad, does. Find out more at LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. That's LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. Now, should you do a book, you ask? I think so. Why? Because you're worth it. Now back to the show. Royalties are paid every month. 
despite what I just said about not caring about it, I'm explaining. Uh, it's approximately two months after the end of the month, month in which the sale was reported. And so let's say you want to relaunch it. We do that for people uh, semi-regularly. And what it means is um, you you what you need in order to do that is uh, you need your manuscript uh, in Word form. Obviously, you could take a PDF and convert it to Word, but sometimes the formatting and the words get janked. So um, have a Word document. Um, have your Amazon author account sign-in information. And um, if you basically, if you redo the cover, possibly do an edit if there are mistakes in your book, uh, possibly add a new introduction, uh, you know, rejigger your book description and author bio with keywords and you get a bunch of reviews, that is going to, uh, that is going to help you a lot. Uh, the way it will work for the most part, because Amazon, you know, Amazon is its own animal. It will allow you to replace a book that's there. However, when you're in a situation like I was in with Party Girl, where HarperCollins had released it, and then I was re-releasing it 14 years later, we didn't have the sign-in information for whatever HarperCollins had used. That division doesn't even exist anymore. So we uploaded it as a new book, um, you know, new ISBN, new barcode, and it was really frustrating because they wouldn't merge the pages. So people would search for the book and they would find the HarperCollins version. Amazon search, once where we were sending enough people to the new version, then um, that was what started to show up. We merging the reviews, you run the risk if you're relaunching with a new ISBN of losing the reviews. So if you've got a lot of reviews, that is a risk to really consider. Um, but but um, you may not. We've always saved them. We, but I've never, I'm never confident promising your reviews are definitely going to. If you change the title at all, reviews definitely won't transfer. But new, you know, it, it's a risk. So don't, please don't blame me if you do this and you lose your reviews. Final question. Should I sell my book only on Amazon? Now, this is, uh, there are definite pros and cons. So basically, um, the way it works is Amazon is a distributor. There are other distributors. The most popular one besides Amazon is Ingram Spark. You can load a book onto there. It's $50. And that will get your book distributed to uh, the websites for Barnes & Noble and Walmart and libraries up to 50,000 other outlets. 50,000, that number may be wrong. Um, however, Amazon really does try to incentivize you to uh, to be exclusive, to exclusively date them. And the way they try to woo you is they say, hey, if you're just with us, we'll give you a free ISBN. We'll give you a free barcode. We'll even give you a free cover and layout. They will let you do all of that there. Um, if you're going to buy your ISBN and barcode um, and, you know, and not not take the seduction that Amazon is doing on you so seriously and say, look, you know what? I want to be an independent author. I want to have my own. You'll go to a website called My Identifiers and buy those things. I, I, 
if you buy in bulk, it gets much, much cheaper. But anyway, so they try to woo you with all this free stuff. They say, hey, if you're exclusive to us, you can be in this thing called Kindle Unlimited. And Kindle Unlimited is where readers pay 10 bucks a month for unlimited books. Now, those people are into reading. Wouldn't you say? I'm into reading. I would never do that. I'm not that into reading. So you are, if you're in Kindle Unlimited, you are being exposed to a voracious reader type. However, you can't, oh, another good thing, you can put your books up for pre-order, which, uh, you know, I, I don't recommend. I actually don't think it works anymore. It was something that lots of people recommended before. Now I think we live in such an immediate gratification society that nobody wants to order something that they're not going to get the next day. So, um, but that is an advantage. Disadvantages. Bookstores won't want to order it. Do you think they want to send more business to Amazon? Mm-mm. And also, I think it looks really cool to have your book on places other than Amazon. And um, the one thing is, if you do exclusive to Amazon, it is a 90-day contract. So after three months, you can say, see ya, I'm dating other people. However, if you got your free stuff from them, you can't use that ISBN, barcode, cover, etc. anywhere else. Oh, one other thing, another advantage. Um, if you are exclusive to them, they allow you every 90 days to lower your book to free and then go do a big promotion, uh, get it back up to, you know, a really high spot on lists, all that stuff. However, there is a way to do that even if you're not exclusive with Amazon. I'm not going to get into that now, but um, but it but it is a thing. You may not even want your book to be zero. I mean, that that's that's a strategy of sorts. So in the end, nobody can tell you it is better to be exclusively with Amazon or it is better to not be exclusively with Amazon. It completely depends on what your priorities are. But I will say I don't do it. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather not have those advantages that, um, you know, sexy Amazon is offering me. And and, you know, go on my own. But so that's it. The five most common questions first time authors ask. I hope you liked this episode. Uh, if you want links to all the fun things I talked about, just go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com slash blog slash questions. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me this week on Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to entrepreneurpublishing.academy where you can get links to show notes and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and all the other places. Speaking of those places, if you got anything out of this show, I can't tell you how much I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. And please, don't forget you can tell an author or entrepreneur friend about the show. Another forget-me-not, my company, Legacy Launchpad Publishing, is available to help industry leaders and those with stories to share at any stage in their publishing journeys, whether that's writing, editing, or publishing. Just go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com to find out more. And be sure to tune in next week for well, next week's episode. You know, if you subscribe, you never have to worry about missing one.